0: We're here to talk the women's game now, thanks to SA Power Networks, empowering women's football in South Australia. And the next lady we're about to speak to, well, uh, she's the best part about this, she's a good country girl. And there's nothing, I mean, I know you've never lived in the country, but I did live in Mount Gambia. I travelled through. What? What for? you travelled through well, that through. doesn't mean that doesn't mean nothing anyway uh, Jenna is a good Mount Gambier girl good southeast girl she played for the Blue Lake City which when I played up there I was playing against them for Inter but anyway let's have a chat to her because she is part of the Matildas nowadays which is absolutely fantastic going from Mount Gambier to the Matildas uh, Jenny McCormick uh, thanks for joining us tonight Jenna
1: Yeah hi guys how are you
0: Not too bad now I gave you a bit of a rap there of course you're a good country girl there when did you actually leave Mount Gambier
1: um, yeah, so I was born and bred in Mount Gambia and left to come up to boarding school um, in Adelaide in 2010. So I completed two years of schooling up there.
0: Now, I know that because I did spend a bit of time in Mount Gambier. It's not a huge uh, football town. It was mainly AFL there. Uh, how did you get into the game when it wasn't sort of such a big game in the southeast?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I guess for, for me, my dad played... Um, 500-plus senior games for Blue Lake Soccer Club. So I spent uh, every Sunday watching him growing up and then um, naturally fell in love with the game and, and and started playing when I was nine in the under-11 boys there as well. So um, that's kind of how I got into it. But, yeah, I guess we were always a part of the soccer world in that Gambia. So for us, um, that was really all we had to, had to focus on. We weren't really involved in AFL or, or any of the other sports, so soccer was it for us.
2: Yeah, now we fast forward a few years uh, to today, and we're on the the eve of uh, Olympic qualifiers. What happened with that process, and how how were you you let like girls notified about the change of uh, venues and you know, how close were you to to getting on a, to going to China and and being there and uh, how how did all that process work?
1: yeah, it was um it was a little bit obviously touch and go. um at the beginning, we were prepared to to be travelling to China um we were had been made aware that the that the uh FSA um uh, was working closely with the AFC and the CFA as well um Chinese football um federation there and uh and yeah they they pretty much handled it from the get go and, and were working really hard behind the scenes monitoring of course all of the um the escalating um you know uh, concerns about the virus so um, yeah, it probably wasn't until sort of a week in into our camp that we, uh, that the talks came about that it was potentially um, not going to be played in China, it was going to be played elsewhere. We didn't know at the time that Australia was even an option. We thought, um, you know, it might be Thailand or, or Vietnam or another sort of um, uh, Asian country. Um, but uh, yeah, but no, we're obviously really wrapped to be able to have it here in Sydney and um, have all of our family and friends come out and, and local fans and support. So um, it's been obviously a bit of a bit of a roller coaster but um, you no, know, the SSA have handled it um, really well and ha- have obviously had our, um, our our health and and that at the forefront of their mind, and, and they've worked really hard to, to ensure that we didn't travel to China. It just just wasn't obviously going to be a very safe place to be or we would have had issues getting back into the country. So, um yeah, they worked really hard to get us um to host it here and, and, and yeah, so now we're going ahead here.
2: Well that's uh it's fantastic, that's for sure. I have seen uh, and you may have seen uh, as well on social media that the the Chinese national team are uh, quarantined at the hotel, so they're having to do stretching sessions. Well that's that, a bit of bad luck in the, in the corridors. But it's a huge bonus for the Matildas uh, getting to play at home in front of the home crowd. Is mum and dad uh, getting over now for the games?
1: Yeah, they'll be there. Um, they'll be there. Absolutely. So um, I think most of the girls, families and friends are now obviously um, able to come. So um, we should have a good, good crowd, good support. So yeah, just urging everyone to, to get along, come out and support, you know, because, Olympic qualifying tournament is, is one of the major tournaments and, and um, yeah, it'll be great to, to do it in front of our home crowd.
0: Yeah, it's going to be fantastic. Now, you you, you moved to Adelaide, obviously, to, to start your soccer career, but then uh, um, you, you ended up playing, well, you were drafted in the AFL back in, it was, I think, 2016. What, what made you change sports back then? Why did you decide to play AFL? So I've, I, I
1: always going kind to of play, had an interest in AFL growing up, um, always played with boys. Um, in my at my school in recess and lunchtime, you know, back in primary school, so um, sort of had the had the love for the game there as well. Soccer was always my main sport, um, and when the AFL league was coming into fruition, I just sort of had to be a part of it and, and wanted to make it one of my goals. So, um, you know, I, I still played soccer whilst I was playing AFL, which which was great. Um, but and yeah, you know, I had three. Fantastic seasons with the Crows and something that shaped who I am, and and really great achievements, great experience, and everything that I've been able to go through with um, that sport. Um, but yeah, just just time. It was just time for me at the end of last season to um, to step away because you know this is where I want to be right now, wearing wearing this polo and, and wearing this uniform because you know I want to get to an Olympic Games, I want to want to play in World Cups. So, and you know I just couldn't. Couldn't keep doing, um, couldn't get there while I had AFL on the plate as well. So just for me, it served served its purpose for me. And uh, and I'm really um, happy with everything that happened and what I did there. It's just definitely time to move on. And, and yeah, I'm where I want to be right now. So
0: um,
1: it's good to have that as my focus.
0: Well, you certainly made the right decision. There's no doubt about it. Did you find that having a soccer background made it easier for you to play AFL?
1: Um, no, I don't think so. I think there's there was I, I think I just naturally had um the ability to play the sport as well, which helped, but there was certainly a lot of other things that I needed to switch on um and work on as I did crossover. So um so yeah, but no it was it was an amazing um three years of my life and, and something that I look back on and, and still really obviously
0: proud of. And one thing I had a little bee in my bonnet being involved in this game uh, just about all my life is that it seems to be that the uh, the girls in most major sports, for the exception of the AFL, don't get as much publicity as, say, what the AFL women do. Did you Do you find that, that now that you're playing soccer again, you're not getting the same publicity as AFL?
1: Um, I think, in a way, AFL and um, the, the governing body did a really good job at um, promoting the league and, and getting it up and running and putting in all the right... Um, uh, steps to get it up and, and going for the, the community and the public to notice it. Um and, and and yeah they do they do a really good job at their media and promotion and I think that um a lot of other sports could learn from that and what they're doing there. Um but you know you know we, we here as the Matillas we get a lot of we get a lot of great um media coverage as well, so we're happy with that. But yeah, the next thing I think is obviously to get the W League um more into the public eye and, and and more getting more people aware because you know we're twelve, 12 seasons in and, and some people still don't know what the W League is when I tell them that I play in the W League. So you know that's the next big thing for, for us to, for us to do and and I hope that one day that we can get there.
2: Yes, we certainly hope so as well. Now yeah. you've you've spent time uh, at Canberra, you have spent time with Adelaide United, Brisbane. Melbourne victory. Now
0: to the arch, yeah, to the enemy. Now Melbourne victory. I know, I know. Arch How enemy. could you do that, Jenna?
2: Yes, uh, <laughs> oh, it, it was it was <laughs> tough
1: growing up as a country South Australian, yeah, I and reckon. knowing that I was an to Victoria. It was certainly uh, a little bit of a shake up, that's for
2: sure. <laughs> You've declared yourself uh, a footballer of the world game. Now uh, we've seen Sam Kerr go to Chelsea, uh, Caitlin Ford going to Arsenal. Have you got ambitions to, to go overseas and and nutted out professionally over there as well
1: yeah definitely um i think the english league is certainly something that's making waves and and uh, growing exponentially and i think that'll be the next big thing i think that's taking over the u.s which i believe is probably the, the league to be in um you know as of probably last year um so yeah i think they're take, i think the english league is, is certainly making waves and and going to be one of the best leagues in the world soon so uh that along with obviously the u.s and and some leagues in europe are really um high quality so i'll certainly be looking to get over to europe at some stage this year um uh you know just to keep preparing for uh you know a potential olympic um selection so yeah that's certainly one of my goals one of my um ambitions and I'll be yeah, working hard to, to get it myself over
0: there. Well, fingers crossed and let's hope you do and I'm sure you will eventually because you ha- certainly have the hunger and, uh, and you've been a terrific sportswoman in uh, both codes actually so we wish you all the best by the way for the qualifiers uh, next week and being back in the Matildas is fantastic for you and uh, also good luck, all well, sort of good luck with your season with Melbourne victory. Although it's uh, Adelaide's kind of done and dusted, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can
2: we can support the, the
0: next South Aussie. Yeah, now we're just going to follow any yeah. South Australian playing in the interstate <laughs> teams, aren't we? Hey, uh, Jenna, good <laughs> okay. luck next week and thanks for joining us on the uh, Round Ball. Thanks for
1: having me, guys. Have a good night. Cheers,
0: yes, all the best, Jenna McCormick, and uh, sh- certainly is a wonderful sportswoman, isn't she? She's uh, as we. Discussed her. Uh, she's played AFL and and now she's excelling in or she's always excelled in uh, soccer. But it's interesting starting from the country, and you know, it's not a big and I know because I live there, not huge on soccer, it was more uh, Aussie rules, Aussie, yeah. yeah. So for her to sort of follow the game, as she said, her dad uh, played, uh, I must have played against him then. I wonder if he ever
2: now you're probably a fair bit older than him. No, I would, no, I would he'd, think.
0: Be, he'd be a lot older than me, but no. not only a young man.